and like and they give you like the warnings that like be careful when you open up the overhead compartments after a flight things could jostle around in there yeah. it's like well so am i gonna stick my fucking live human dog in there live human <laughs> well, dog. that's the name of the episode hit, hit it boys Big time, would you rather to kick off this Friday? Okay, uh, it's a coffee scenario. Would you rather order coffee and some and the, the them give you the wrong order, or would you rather have weak French press coffee? Um, I'd rather get the wrong order because there's nothing worse than weak ass coffee. Exactly, that's the thing. I I I become a French press guy, and I made a little uh, French press coffee this morning. And for the second time in my life, I've had now weak, uh, not brewed long enough French press coffee, and that is the fucking worst. In yeah. the worst, and the second it fucking hits your lips, you're like, oh. There's, I'm getting nothing out of this. Yeah, I'd rather get like the coffee that I didn't want and like wasn't expecting, but it's strong and like still has flavor, rather than the coffee that I wanted, but it just like watered down garbage. Right, because really, as long as there's not an allergy involved, I don't Coffee's think you'd be happy with a coffee. Yeah. Right, like I, I've actually gotten into other. I've gone on certain coffee kicks based on getting the wrong order. There's this. Uh, on the way to where the Bruins used to practice, there's this run of Dunkin' Donuts on this main road in Wilmington, Massachusetts. It's like there's got to be 16 Dunkin' Donuts all drive through. So just whenever you want a Dunkin' Donuts on that ride, you can get it. And the first one is the worst one. The first one is terrible. All the other ones are good. And I would always go to the first one because... Just when I'd be on the highway, I'd be thinking about, man, I want, I need some coffee. Need to get to Dunkin' Donuts, and I would always go to that first one. And they fuck everything up, and they're terrible, and they're the fucking worst. And uh, I ordered like a, a medium black hot coffee, and they gave me a French vanilla with cream and like forty five <laughs> sugars. And for a little while after that, I just started ordering French vanilla with cream and 45 sugars because that is fucking delicious. Interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like if you get if you get a coffee that you uh, that you don't want and you don't like the flavor that it's in or whatever, there's a lot of ways to manipulate coffee to get it to your liking. But there's no yeah. way. But there's no way to manipulate a weak cup of coffee. It's like uh, you can fix a bad haircut if they don't go too short kind of thing right yeah, yeah, yeah but if if they yeah uh brutal uh here's another weird coffee thing uh continuing the uh we have to call this something where you say something about yourself and then immediately after you say that everything about that changes which is me saying i didn't like ice cream yep. me saying i didn't like iced coffee um me saying I didn't like podcasts probably at some point. Uh, Have you changed your stance on iced coffee? Oh, yeah, that's right. You order the cold brew all the time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just oh, a couple wow. of guys getting cold brews. You are like the fucking, what is it? Who was it? Mitt Romney, who just who was called oh, that's a flip-flopper? reference. Yeah, yeah, he was a big-time flip-flopper. Uh, he also lived in uh, my home, hometown back in the day. Belmont? So Yeah, 
So didn't he own like a fucking massive house in Belmont? Yeah, I uh, and it was somebody's. I forget whomst. Yeah, or maybe I, not. Maybe it was just no. His. I think I think it was, and I remember seeing like aerial shots of that house and being like, "Are you fucking kidding me? How come rich people, or how come rich celebrities only buy houses from rich celebrities? Because they already have good houses. Every time one, of, every time a celebrity buys a house in Massachusetts, it used to either be Drew Bledsoe's house or Kurt yeah. Schilling's house, <laughs> yeah, or both of their houses." I actually think that that Kurt Schilling bought a oh, house from Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking exhibit A through Z. Weird uh, fact: I've been to that house. Uh to, to hang out with Kurt Schilling. Yeah, well, let's not put it that way because I don't want people thinking that I'm just hanging out with Kurt Schilling whenever I want. You know what stinks? Distancing what? yourself from someone. Uh, wait, he was a. I think he was already problematic when you. Oh yeah, met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so, at that point. He was already fired by ESPN. Okay, I met him pre-problematic, and um, like a lot of these fucking crazies, in person, in a hi, how are you type of setting, they seem thoughtful and considerate, and you're like, wow, what a sweet fucking person, and you read their social media, and it's like, oh, minorities, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you thought he was a sweet and nice person because you're a straight white guy. That's true, but how could he have known? <laughs> yeah, that's true. If, if, anybody him, was gonna, if anybody was gonna toe the line, <laughs> it's you. I give him extra credit there because he he's tolerant of gay people for having been nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, um, a untouchable brought to our attention that apparently uh, my uh, my rankings, my stats, I saw ha- have dropped. How the fuck could that happen? Yeah, devastating. Your Google searches no longer include the top result or even like the top five results. Gay. Which what gay, the fuck gay. have I done recently to dispel? Any... You know what I think it is? You talk, you tweet about sports a lot, man. Dude, this fucking season, it's because we got into basketball this season. <laughs> fucking. Oh, I bet that's what it is. Yeah, you're tweeting about sports way too much. Uh, as long as I don't get uh, what fuck what Drellic has, which <laughs> bio. Uh, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that's Who the, the meanest. Fuck is this guy? Yeah. Why do I gotta know about this guy? <laughs> uh, speaking of bio, real quick, uh, we've been watching AP Bio, and it is a hilarious, mindless watch. Highly recommend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that Jeff recommended it to us, but I think we just both ignored it. Uh, nice. And- <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was uh, when I was in California, I uh, m- my buddy was like, "Hey, you should watch this show." And I was like, "All right, why not?" I checked it out. Uh, awesome! It's basically like Glenn Howerton from uh, from Always yeah, Sunny. It's if, his one character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like basically if Dennis moved from Philadelphia and just became uh, a substitute teacher who like he does not want to be there, and he's just an absolute psychopath. And it's but you know what? It's a I joy. I don't care or begrudge glenn howerton for being completely just one person all the time usually if someone can only play one character you give him shit for it but a a he's only done it in two roles so it's like whatever right and also i mean we know he's super talented but mainly that character is fucking awesome so why wouldn't you want to be that all the time right it's i mean if if 
it's one thing if, if like he's the same thing in, in everything and he's just like sp- spread across the board and he's not really great in anything. He's the same character in two different things and he's great in both of them. So why would anybody have a problem with it? Exactly. He gotten tired yet. Like he's not The Rock. He's not Mark Wahlberg. Like The Rock is the same in every movie that he's fucking in. Mark Wahlberg is the same in every fucking movie that he's in. And at this point, I'm sick of both of them. Oh no, the rock! I'm I'm heating up on the rock. The rock that, is that is wild. To I'm me. starting like, to hit my stride with the rock. I think well, everyone's getting sick of him, and I'm just starting to really ease into him. I th- I think that I think that you're like you're getting introduced to the rock like years after everybody else has has been. That's true. Very well versed on the rock. So the good news for you is that there's plenty of stuff to watch that Backlog. you really like because all of it's the same. Uh, I didn't care about wrestling. Um, I didn't. I only watch good movies, so haven't seen anything The Rock's in. Right, so really long stretch of not seeing stuff with The Rock in it, (laughs) and then I saw Baywatch. I thought he was fantastic, and that's kind of all I know about The Rock. You saw Jumanji. I didn't see Jumanji. I thought we talked about Jumanji on the podcast. We did. I I don't know if I told you at any point during that episode whether or not I had seen Jumanji. You didn't see Jumanji? No. (laughs) I thought we saw Jumanji together. You know, you saw it. um, But every time I see the poster for that, I want to see it. Because I don't know who that girl is. But they make her look very, very leggy in the... uh, The redhead girl? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old she is. is I'm not going to comment on that. Oh really? No, yeah. no way. Oh uh, yeah, I think she's 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 probably of age, but she's got to be like thirty. Eh, you never know. They say she's it. related to uh, the girl from uh, Get Out. <laughs> she Who's just the girl from Get Out. Uh, what's her oh, name? Oh yeah, Gabriel? yeah. Um, the uh, the maid. Yes, Georgina. Uh, Georgina. All right, the girl from Jumanji. Uh, what's her name? Karen Gillan. She's exactly thirty. Oh, wow. I win a fucking prize for that. Uh, I guess, speaking of 30, uh, you, you know that the, the big dog's turning 30 soon. You? Wow. Yeah. Oh, is... she's, she's from Scotland. Ooh, I like her now. I'm into yeah. it. Uh, wow, you're approaching 30? When's your birthday? June, right? June, yeah. And uh, my my makeup lady, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. uh yes. By the way, I, it's going to be very hard for this podcast to not turn into a pro uh, Liz, the makeup lady podcast, because the makeup the makeup artist at uh, my work is the nicest and coolest person in the world. And sometimes I go into work when I don't even have work and just pretend I need makeup so I can just sit there and gab all day. <laughs> so much fun. Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. I bet that they wouldn't bat an eye if I just strolled in at like six o'clock on some night maybe i was going out maybe i had something going on and just go in get some makeup head out <laughs> that'd be hilarious just going out for the night yeah getting changed into a nice night outfit get some makeup and then just all right see you later i bet liz wouldn't be thrilled about it oh, extra work she doesn't have to do yes yeah but she's the nicest person in the world i bet that uh i bet that she'd be okay with it so um uh, somehow it, it came up that I was uh, turning 30 because I probably said I'm turning 30 soon and um, she was like oh what are you gonna do like you gotta blow it out you gotta do something crazy and I've have you ever have you ever been to a 30th birthday party I have not they rule like it's just like a fun celebrate it's 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 um like 
five percent of it but it's kind of the same energy as like a wedding where we all kind of have to be here so it, it's it's like if you're invited to one of your friends 30th yeah you, ha- you kind of have to go uh for some reason which i don't i don't understand why that's important yeah if maybe it's because I mean, that episode of friends they made such a big deal about being 30 when they were all like fucking 49 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah but it's i mean it can't sniff a wedding there's no open bar at a 30th birthday party that's true that's true uh it's yeah probably way less dancing mm-hmm. uh depends on depends on how the night's going you should but have like it, a mama mia themed 30th birthday party that is a great idea <laughs> and we can uh all do actually i've actually been thinking um i've ch- I- i've never been against marriage um but i'm more open now to getting married because i've just been thinking of a couple of things that would be cool for weddings and uh <laughs> that's that's a great reason to get married well i thought of uh i thought of my wedding hashtag the other day i was gonna tweet this but i but it, i just thought it would be i was gonna say like folks uh some personal news i'm getting married not sure to whom yet but i thought of uh a sick hashtag so <laughs> so stay tuned what is it uh haters gonna say it's fate oh my god oh god would you see a uh, uh, side note lena is on the cover of vanity fair this yes week. um she uploaded the cover to instagram and i got so excited for a second because it started out haters gonna say right hey. it's and then it was photoshopped and i was like no i was like this would have been the perfect fucking full circle moment right it would have been the most on-brand thing if she said haters gonna say it's fake uh we've said before how crazy it is not not crazy in a surprising way but like holy shit she really is one of the most famous people yeah. in the world so i was on uh, i was on puck soup yesterday and um uh greg washinsky was like so who have you had on your podcast you've had uh like the guy from stranger things the teacher and then he like named a few other people and then i was like keep having that fellow on <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was like and I was like, oh, and uh, and Lena Waithe a couple times. And he was like, what? You've had Lena Waithe? And I was like, yeah. Now yeah. that's like a fucking huge deal. I know. Now when we try to book guests, we should just lead with, I mean, we lie and say, we don't lie, but we're like, hey, we've had Miles Teller on. Which is true. <laughs> it is true. He didn't want to. <laughs> we had him. Um, yeah. like, Or we'll do like the... We've had cast members from Friday Night Lights, Master of None, blah, 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 any Miles Teller movies because we've had Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's be like, yo, you want your client to have something in common with Lena Waithe? Get him on brunch, motherfucker. Multiple what's, times. What's cool about it is um, she hasn't forgotten about the little guy or his yeah. friend DJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, she really hasn't. She still stays in touch with us all the time. Um, yeah, she answers our texts, which is she has no business answering our texts anymore. A really cool thing was uh, the night of. Did we talk about this? The night of the Oscars. Um, oh my god, I could not believe this. I put something in our group chat because I, it was the first time I saw her AT and T commercial uh, where she does the voiceovers. Which, by the way, great call on AT and T for you for a voiceover artist. Like, yeah. awesome, she has a great voice. And yeah. Also- you were very late on that train. I noticed that she was she'd been doing those commercials for like a month and a half. Right. 
Well, fuck it, man. Watch more TV, you fucking fucking working out ass bitch. You say working out? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing not watching TV? Just I I was in the fucking movies, dude. I was always going to movies. <laughs> it was leading up to the Oscars. So um I saw so yeah, I saw one of those commercials and it was just clearly Lena. Awesome. So I in our group chat I was like, Who's that I hear in like the, the fucking ATT commercial? And about an hour later, uh she re- responded saying like something like that's right boo something like you know it and about five minutes after that everyone started posting the photo of uh the vanity fair party where it was just like this big photo of every fucking celebrity you can think of uh but there were only like 15 it was like a very it was a huge huge uh who's who picture you've probably seen it it's uh her it's donald glover it's rashida jones it's just every cool person that you would want to fucking hang out with heim was that party but heim didn't even make the cut for that picture and we were like yo within like presumably while this picture was getting taken or in the same fucking uh scenario hangout scene of life she was texting us. That's cool. Which is wild, wild choice. Like My I would phone never would be respond far away from me, and I would not be talking to fucking you fuckers. I would be. I like if I'm watching like a TV show, I'm not responding to you. I'm not yeah. responding to anybody. Like uh, for her to to do that when she was like with like the who's who of people, wild choice. But but the, but here's the thing. For it. Lena has gotten so big. That if she's not texting us during something like that, she's never texting us because she's always got shit like that going on. Like it's, it's she's either got to text us during cool photos or she's got to text us during interviews with Vanity Fair or she's got to text us while fucking shooting movies. She's in yeah. movies now. Yeah. Ready Player One next week, which uh, this is th- she told us off the record about one movie that uh, she passed on a while back. And we were like, A, that's really cool that she's not taking shit unless it's exactly what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And B, whatever the next movie is, I'm going to fuck. I can't wait to see that. And it's Ready Player One. And it has had a polarizing reaction. I have no fucking clue what anyone's talking about. I'm just going to go in and smile and see the movie. Uh, I've why tried under- to avoid. I've tried to avoid everything on it, but it's yeah. hard because we have a group text with uh, Lambert and uh, Jeff, and apparently and we love Ryan. But shit, man, he'll get you. He'll get you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really will. Uh, he hates everything. Yep. Um, and uh, he he's been sending like these reviews, and a lot of them are scathing. Uh, what but, the fuck do they mean? They're like, oh, Zelda, boy. shut the fuck up and watch the movie, you idiot. <laughs> this is like a very, this is like a nerd Bible, though, this movie. Yes. It's yeah. like a video game nerd Bible, basically. Um, So I guess we're planning on going next week as like a four-way movie pass date. Oh, yeah. Opening is, night. That's, that's going to be something. Yeah. I'm... Uh, we, are we going to draw straws for who has to sit next to Ryan? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> because like he'll be rolling his eyes. And then, I've gone to shit with Ryan that Ryan likes. And there's nobody happier in the world 
than Ryan Lambert when right. he's Ryan, enjoying something. Ryan hates everything. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. Is yeah. the way. Well, he hates everything, so that when he actually does like something, he he like really keys in on that for a couple of weeks because it's the only joy that he's had uh, in a long time. Right. So like when game night came out, he was like coming his pants for like yeah. 19 days. Yeah. I almost uh, I had like 20 minutes to kill and uh, a movie theater was nearby and game night was playing. And I think I could have timed it that I would have been able to movie pass my way in there and see the Jesse Plemons Tostitos scene and then walk <laughs> out. <laughs> that would have been that would have been an amazing move. That would have been that would have left everybody in the theater very confused. Right, because I would have walked in and been like, <laughs> and then walked out, <laughs> smiling is, as I left. That is such a good move. Like that is something that we should do now because you don't lose anything with Movie Pass. Right. That's a. It would. Ah, if I saw somebody do that, I'd be on edge the rest of the movie. Though, actually, like, Lambert coming back. <laughs> yeah, Lambert actually had a pretty good idea uh, for our our uh, ready player one movie going experience which was to loudly whisper uh, all the wrong video game references yes as they come on screen and so like if there's like a mario reference you'd be like oh luigi nice <laughs> i <laughs> and, i love doing but, shit like that that was uh i think i've said this before every time to this day when i'm in a bar in harvard square or a restaurant i always say loudly this is where they shot that scene in the social network and i don't think anyone really cares enough anymore to get mad but man for a few years that didn't play but i mean nobody cares in in that scenario like there's nothing worse than than like a bad movie going experience True. All you want to do is fucking sit there and quiet and watch the fucking movie in front of you. And these fucking jackasses are are unleashing the wrong reference, wrong references after wrong references. And you have to fucking sit through it. That would kill me inside. Here's another. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather in this is going to sound like a uh, lights, camera, podcast thing. But uh, would you rather someone in the theater be snoring? Or someone in the theater be eating a tuna sandwich? Uh, oh, shit. Um, a tuna sandwich, I think. I think I'm taking a tuna sandwich, but both of those fucking suck. There's just nothing worse in the world than a person snoring yeah. in any scenario. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, a person snoring like actually hinders your ability to watch the movie because you might not be able to hear shit. Right. Whereas a tuna sandwich just is like an, an inconvenience. And if any, well, it depends on the person. It ruins the ambiance. Because both, for me, are going to take up 100% of my attention. Yeah. So I'm not going to hear every line while somebody's snoring, but I'm also going to be thinking every second, I hate this fucking person. How dare this person? What a bad person. Which, again, I think I've said this. I truly do believe that. I think that snoring, in some cases, if it's really if it's a stranger, because if I know the person and they're snoring or if it's like a light adorable snore uh either with like a, with like a, a, a emilio snores and it is it's great i was dog i was uh watching emilio uh a couple weekends ago and i went to sleep and i realized i didn't have a fan or any sort of noise thing i like to have a little bit of light noise and i was like oh man this is the first time i've really needed somebody to snore and Emilio was, he snored at like the perfect volume. <laughs> just like, 
it's like those people it's like those people that use uh like the nature sounds yeah i don't fuck with that stuff you know i mean i've I've never actually done it but i can see why people would want it i uh i i like the the light fan thing but usually now i just fucking watch something on netflix until my fucking eyes burn out and then i fall asleep so i found out last night that uh our guy jared carabas uses a, a weighted blanket what's that it's like a blanket that just has like a weighted sort of plate material thing on the top of it. So it sort of like lightly pushes down on your chest. Why does it do that? Uh, I think it's like a it's like a comfort thing. I know that uh, like it's used in like a lot of therapy situations. Mm. Um, I think he is just like uses people it. who like to be choked. <laughs> I don't think like so. People, some people have like body pillows <laughs> for the, that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know, like those uh, those airline neck pillows. Yeah, you just flip it around in the opposite way, so that it's fucking <laughs> choking you as yeah. you sleep. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, no, but uh, I do have a question for you. Okay. As you approach your thirtieth okay. birthday, uh, did you know that sixty six percent of men lose their hair by age thirty five? Huh. That's not good. <laughs> but again, I'm. I'm not worried about that. As long as I can keep myself in a position to get uh, one of those hair transplant deals. Do you know who uh, Mike Riley is? No. He's a guy, very nice guy. He's uh, he's like a fill-in slash updates guy on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Again, this sounds like I'm... He got talking, one? Right. This sounds like I'm talking down to him. I'm not. I'm just pointing out, like, relatively, like, we're we're for nobodies. He's right. for sure a nobody. For sure. He got a, one. He's a fill-in on the radio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he can be bald. Who cares? Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, but, but, like, he's got an ad, and he's like, hey, fellas, when I'm out on a date, blah, blah. I'm like, no one knows who this guy... Well, you got to say who you are, and... <laughs> So I have to get one. We can for sure get them. I have some good news for you. Yeah, uh, you can do something about it uh, on forhims.com because uh, they have hair loss treatments. So you can be proactive about it. If you see a bald spot coming, you know, just just go to forhims.com, get yourself some help and uh, treat it before it becomes a full blown issue. You never want it to become a full blown issue. Mm. Mm. Is that ready. the whole read? No, I thought it, it, it says improvise. So oh. I'm, I was hoping that oh, you would okay. maybe chime so, back with something. Okay, wait. Let's improvise. Okay. Uh, all right. Start the scene. Hi. Uh, how much is this apartment? Uh, $4,000. It's in New York City. $4,000? I'm going to lose my shirt paying for this. I'm also losing my hair. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bummer. You are an attractive man, but... Uh, my boner is starting to get softer because you don't have a full head of hair. This is the worst porno ever, end scene. <laughs> that was good. We should do. We should do more improv. <laughs> uh, so on uh, forhims.com, there it's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, sexual wellness. Wink, wink for men. Uh, and thanks to science, baldness can be optional. It's super easy. Uh, just fill out a few questions. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor's visits. You save hours by going to forhims.com. So just answer a few quick, easy questions, and a doctor will review and prescribe you the products that you need, and they're shipped directly to your door. So to order now, uh, go to forhims.com slash brunch, and you'll get a trial month 
for just $5. So while supplies last, go to the website, uh, see the full details, uh, but just know that this would cost you hundreds of bucks if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So instead, go to forhimscom slash brunch. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash brunch. forhimscom slash brunch. Slash brunch, promo code brunch, get it. Uh, so forhims does not use uh, snake oil, which is a good thing because I got to say, all companies, I would advise against using snake oil because yeah. snake oil, is, the stock on snake oil is very, very low these days. Has it people ever been high? People don't like to hear about snake oil. Snake oil is only associated with bad things. I, I don't know anything about snake oil, and it just sounds like a bad decision. Right. I don't, I've never heard a bad thing about snake oil, but it for sure is not something that I would willingly choose to ingest. Well, snake oil is uh, the, the first example that people think of when they're trying to think of something that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're a snake oil salesman. People do. Do you do fish oil pills? Uh, I have in the past because it's good for your skin. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, but I, uh, I, I've never like fully committed to it. You know what's good for your skin too? Just what? Fucking have an awesome skin like me. Rules. So life's so much easier. Very triggering. <laughs> it's oh man. I uh, when I go in, Liz is always like, "Oh, we don't have much to cover up today." And I'm like, "Yep, Liz. What else is new?" And then we gab about whatever. But bringing this full circle, uh, Liz was like, "You got to blow it out. You got to like go somewhere. You got to go to Vegas." And I've never been to Vegas. I don't want. I'm not saying I want to go. But uh, have you ever been to Vegas? I sure have. Oh, and oh yeah, you know you went a while ago. For... Yeah, went last summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that your first time going? It sure was. Okay, did did Vegas leave a big impression on you? But you didn't do like a the like blow it out guys weekend. No, nah, it was like a work. It was like a work trip. But I mean, I still like had a, I still had a lot of fun. I still saw a lot of things. Uh, it's a fun city. I would for sure go back. Hmm. I think it would be a great brunch city. Like right, a lot of stuff there. So that's the thing. I said if I went to Vegas, it would be. To be like, oh, man, it was crazy. We saw Britney and Backstreet Boys in the same night. It was Max Martin heaven. Oh, <laughs> wild boys night. Hell That's yeah. What, actually, we should do that. We've been we've talked about for a while. We were like, we should just go to Vegas and interview back in the interview the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I mean, I'm fucking down. We should do. I mean, I feel like flights are cheap. We should. I feel like I would be sad in interviewing the Backstreet Boys now. Well, who is it like beaten down and just like we're so over this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're just fucking cashing the paycheck. Uh, Well, was it Brian wanted them to sing at the inauguration? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, it's the president. And everyone's like, dude, no, you can't say it with this one. (laughs) Can't say that with this one. Uh, By the way, do do I have to go to your 30th birthday party? Um, Well, if I do anything, which. Who knows if I if if anything it'll just be like a fucking like fucking gathering of, a, of like twenty people like I you came to a birthday thing we just went to like an outdoor bar like yeah, a, a few years ago so just that like that that's probably what I'll that's you're not do. blowing it out man that's not a blowout yeah I don't but here's the thing I'm more into make a mundane thing big because I'm such a fun amazing incredible person versus. <laughs> Go to this fight, like do like a fucking club extravagant thing. You know like be I, a good thirtieth birthday party shenanigans is a karaoke bar. Man, you don't gotta tell me twice. I love me yeah, some that's karaoke. What I'm saying. I think like you'd have a lot of fun just having a blowout at a karaoke blowout. 
I was kind of triggered because uh, I went to uh, I went to a concert the other night. It was Theo Katzman from Wolfpack and Bridget Kearney from Lake Street Dive, and it was an awesome show. But for the encore, they sang "Say You Love Me" by Fleetwood Mac, and that is a karaoke go-to of mine. And I was kind of triggered because I was like, I don't want. I don't want haters to think that I only do do this karaoke because of this moment. You know, I do it because it's such a good fucking Fleetwood Mac song, and and also I guarantee they did it better than you. So they you don't did. want them. You don't want the juxtaposition there. Juries. I, I'll say this: no one there said they're doing this better than DJ does it. Mm. Nobody there said that. Didn't so, want to hurt your feelings. Maybe. I don't know. There was nobody that was like, "Hey, DJ, yeah, you suck when you do this karaoke." <laughs> But really, that's not that's a little karaoke tip. You got to find artists, or you got to find uh, for, for the fellows. You got to find women singers, such as um, Christine McVie or Amy Winehouse is a go-to of mine, who have songs low in their range. Because a guy belting a song that's low in a girl's range is always going to be entertaining. Because it's higher in the guy's range, so there's more energy than you hear the girl sing it with so that's just a little uh tip and conversely that's why when a girl sings a song that's typically by a guy doesn't sound good that's not a sexist thing that's not problematic mm-hmm. that's, that's fucking problematic actually that's, that's no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying women should not be allowed to sing that is mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> that's uh, uh mark that down no um wait i have a oh I, here's a weird thing um the a guy from Paddington 2 just followed me on Twitter. Which guy? Paddington? <laughs> no, I wish. Um, it's the you know the security guard who who oh might yeah. be gay and just like happens to fall. The for only problematic the part of that movie. Ooh, he wrote Paddington 2. Oh, he wrote it. Yeah. Wow. That guy wrote Paddington 2. Got to get that guy on. Holy smokes, huh? Yeah. How many followers does he have? Twenty-one thousand. So. Uh, so he, nobody, he wouldn't even get a fucking hair deal. <laughs> so he followed me, uh, and I got like that little notification. Um, he's not verified. He followed me. Uh, I got the notification. He's only following like 900 people and he's got 21,000 followers and his, his, uh, his avatar is Paddington. So I was like, huh, what's this guy's deal? I need to know what this Paddington guy's People are just following you now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Looking for Paddington content. Uh, so yeah, that's awesome. Now the writer of Paddington 2 follows me on Twitter. That's very exciting. I was thinking that we uh, next time we hang out with Randy, we should make like a brunch sitcom that's basically an episode uh, like like short five to six minute episodes and they're based on uh, things we've talked about on brunch. Kind of how Seinfeld is kind of made that way and Randy could play the neighbor and Randy could always kind of walk in and people be like, Randy... And but they wouldn't say it like Randy. Like Randy. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I like that idea. I think that Randy would be a great next door neighbor guy. Oh, Randy would be an unbelievable. For podcasting purposes, Randy is our next door. That's neighbor. pretty pretty much true. He's he's always uh, loosely in the mix, whether or not he's always he, coming over. He's still like we're still hitting him up. Yeah. We're calling him about stuff. We're chatting him about how his week's going. Love me some Randy. Ooh, uh, Randy sent us a, a a pilot. Yes, yeah, yeah. Randy has a project he told us to check out, and I was in an Uber at the time, and I'd been drinking, so I didn't do it then. And then I've since forgotten. Gonna Same. get. I have. That. 
I have forgotten about it, but I, uh, I'm for sure going to do it. I've been traveling, uh, for the past week, basically the past two weeks. So, uh, as soon as I get my roots settled, I'm watching that damn pilot because, uh, it sounds, I don't know if we're allowed to reveal anything. Uh, yeah, I don't know if is it like if it's out yet or what, but, uh, someone but, else, a, a, a favorite of ours is in it. So that'll yeah. be fun. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to check it out. Uh, do I need to watch SpongeBob by the way? SpongeBob is back hot on the scene. I know everything now is SpongeBob, and it's every people don't even look for new memes anymore. They just pick something <laughs> different from SpongeBob. No, I think. Well, I think that uh, that's true. There was like the Patrick one, and then now it's the fucking uh, the the restaurants. Yeah, and, uh, Jump Bucket. Yeah, Jump Bucket. <laughs> yes. So, what's your exposure level to SpongeBob? Have you ever watched SpongeBob? I accidentally watched half an episode of SpongeBob a couple weeks ago because I turned the TV on and SpongeBob was on, and I just had it on the background while I was making my fucking weak ass French press coffee. Um, and uh, a guy lost his job, and SpongeBob was helping him out and taking care of him. And then the guy got really, um, really needy and uh, was a real prima donna. Mm. And SpongeBob was waiting on this guy hand and foot for. A long time because it, they did like the three days later mm-hmm. one week later hey i'm walking it two years later <laughs> um and then the guy got he he got his job back at the crusty crab because the guy thought he had stolen a penny or something so this what is the squidward is squidward squidward the bald guy without the hair deal yes yeah squidward needs so squidward's squidward really down on his for him slash brunch Yes. Um, yeah, I watched that one. Okay. Uh, that's the only thing that you've ever seen? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I was a big SpongeBob kid back in the day. In my, so I was saying I'm too old. No, you're not. SpongeBob, SpongeBob is still a show that you can enjoy. So you well, should- I know that adults watch it, but I just, I didn't, wa- my exposure to it was not, uh, I'm a kid and this is the, the cool show for kids that's on. You know, I think recently, um, the last time that I watched it was, I was on vacation um and it was just like a rainy day and spongebob was on tv as it always is is always on fucking tv nice. um so i just watched like four episodes of spongebob and i was like man i forgot how good this show is so this it's is still enjoyable at this time this is not a judgment but an observation and i think the listeners have probably picked up on it uh throughout this episode you watch a lot of tv on vacation <laughs> <laughs> that's true that is true <laughs> you're talking about ab bio you're like well yeah uh, i was in california and uh binge the season <laughs> that, that show flies by the way yeah it really does and i mean like i i actually did watch like a good amount of tv on this vacation awesome. but i did a lot of other shit too uh i watched um i watched that justin timberlake mila kunis friends with benefits movie oh yeah i've seen that before uh yeah, you know what? I got a I got a bone to pick with that movie in the opening scene where they uh where wildly they they have Andy Samberg and Emma Stone in like cameos as the their oh, right, significant right. others. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a bone to pick. Uh, Justin Timberlake takes a shot at John Mayer in that scene. Oh yeah, what does he say? He, he, like he's meeting up with Emma Stone to go into a John Mayer concert, and he's like, "Thank you for breaking up with me before this concert, so that I don't have to see John Mayer." It's like, "Fuck you, dude!" Right. That that. That doesn't play at all. That line has not aged well because Justin uh, John Mayer has released like three more good albums 
than Justin Timberlake has in the last 10 years. And even back in the day, guys knew, like, and I'm, when I say guys, I'm talking about guys, guys. Everybody knew pretty quickly that John Mayer was good. John like, Mayer you, was. Like, you like, might not like no, his music, he, but you wanted to go to a John. If, if, you, if you could go to a John Mayer concert, yeah, you'd go to a John Mayer concert. I don't know. Uh, for me, because I've been a John Mayer stan, stan. for a long time. Uh, there was a while where where liking John Mayer was considered gay. Oh no, it's it's still as by some idiots. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, maybe by some idiots, but like I think more of the general public has come around on John Mayer actually being really good. Yeah, good geez, good that good that good. Which I don't really get, like why he was why he was ever gay because like nobody calls Ed Sheeran gay. Well, that's because calling so Ed Sheeran came out when. <clears throat> You, when people stopped calling people gay and John Mayer was kind of the last hurrah of calling people gay. So that's that's why. I mean, if Ed Sheeran came out at the same time as John Mayer, you bet your pippy people would be like, oh, he's got gay tattoos or something like that. <laughs> he doesn't have gay tattoos. He has really bad tattoos, though. He yeah. does. Dink. He's got some tattoos that he's got a tattoo that John Mayer drew. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, they have such a weird relationship. I know. I think that everybody who has a relationship with John Mayer has a weird relationship with John Mayer. That's probably also very true. Yeah. I really want to go to one of those John Mayer, Dave Chappelle shows. They're doing yeah, another speaking one. Speaking of which, it's in fucking San Francisco where I just was. Oh, I man. missed about like three, four weeks. Isn't that crazy? Time and location, man. Go get ya. Uh, did you go to uh, Amoba? Or whatever. Sure did. I actually went to two of them. I went to uh, nice. the Amoeba in San Francisco and the Amoeba Amoeba in L.A. Did you get anything? I did not. Mm-hmm. I, I I wanted to, but I just didn't want to transport uh, a vinyl mm-hmm. on an airplane because I didn't that before. You, can't even, you can't even take a dog in an airplane these days without it getting. That's true. That was so fucked up. I didn't need the picture. That's for sure. Dude, there was a picture there was a picture and it was like a really bad picture it like looked exactly like a dead dog and it looked exactly like a dead dog in like a carry-on oh it was like it was on its back with all four paws up and the mouth was open it was like and it was like it kind of looked like emilio really it was like a black emilio oh no it was uh it was very jarring and very very sad I'll tell you this, knock on wood, it's never going to happen. If anything ever happens to Emilio, then I'm going to be like one of those mothers who lost their uh, their child and just fucking has a blanket around her all the time. You, and have to get a, you have to get a weighted blanket. I would get a weighted blanket and I would have somebody choke me <laughs> to death. Uh, wh- where did you fall on that story? Because I tweeted about it being like, Obviously, it's fucked up that United made that person put their dog in the fucking overhead compartment. But second of all, also fucked up that anybody would agree to that. How many stupid people are there? I mean, I guess that shows how how much people, I guess, are only concerned with their own shit. But when it's a fucking dog, like, honestly, to be honest, if they were like, hey, I'm sorry, uh, you're going to have to put your crying baby in that overhead thing. I'd be like, well, the baby's crying. What are you going to do? Yeah. But like, when it's a dog, like, we're all invested in that shit. That's a fucking dog. I know. And and a lot of people, like, tweeted back at me. They were like, like we're not victim blaming here. This is wrong. And I was like, well, the victim did fucking stick their dog in an overhead compartment. And, and a lot of people were like, well, it's a professional flight attendant. 
and they've done this before. You think if they made the suggestion that it that it'd be okay, it's like uh, they work for United. Uh, United is known right. for for not being the greatest of of flight attendants. So I'm not sticking my fucking dog in an overhead compartment. When you close it, you know that there is it's like fucking airtight. Yeah, and it's like like who has ever thought like I wish I was in there something could (laughs) breathe in there. Who has ever thought that? And like and they give you like the warnings that like be careful when you open up the overhead compartments after a flight. Things could jostle around in there. It's like, well, so am I gonna stick my fucking live human dog in there? Live human dog. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Yeah, uh, oh God, yeah, that was really upset. I, I, I didn't read much of the story because I didn't want to. It's one of those just like put this out of my head thing because it made me so sad. And then, oh man, I got to go hug Emilio. I loved, uh, I loved uh, Jim Murray's response to that story. What was it? He just like quote tweeted with "Release the names of the flight attendants." <laughs> Get get Turtle Boy on it. Oh, he's uh, he's actually dead. Rest in is he? Uh, he? I don't know if he's dead, but his website is basically dead. Really? Why? They yanked him off uh, off Facebook, and uh, I think that that just like killed a lot of his uh, a lot of his traffic. Oh, interesting. Was that that was like a because uh, like a, like a, you're a bad guy? We can't have this kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Oh wow! Um, so, uh, and you know that that if you I mean if you're looking, Turtle Boy obviously has like a a very terrible audience, <laughs> um, and if you're looking for a terrible audience, then Facebook is your is mwah, that's where you go. And so, if they take that away, it's tough, uh, tough logins for for Turtle Boy. Well, uh, is that an expression? No, nope, but now it is. <laughs> that's uh, I like is. Logins spelt like uh like Kenny. Yeah, I like that. Okay, tough logins. Um, I uh well, it was tough logins for me because I was ahead of the curve with hashtag delete Facebooking because I deleted Facebook a while yeah. ago just because it stinks. But then I signed back up for it, or <laughs> I reactivate all your information stolen. <laughs> I reactivate. Well, here's the thing: all our information is getting stolen anyway. Yeah, when it finds out, it's like. Guess what? Facebook is taking the stuff that you're writing and blah blah. Like, yes, I, I assume that everything I've ever put on the internet is in fucking Donald Trump's hand right now. Yeah, and I mean, when you buy something at a store and they ask for your fucking email address, they're not asking for your email address just for so confirmation. That they, just so that they can fucking send you nice love letters in the mail. Right, they're selling that shit to companies. Yeah, you got. And I'm not saying I'm okay with that. I'm just saying that 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 for it's sure basically happens. unavoidable. Yeah. So uh delete everything. Delete Facebook, delete Twitter. Uh just keep uh your podcast app and subscribe to us. Maybe hit an Apple store and give us all the five star revies. And do not put your human dogs in overhead compartments. <laughs>